Sweet Stash is a home-baked business specializing in cake pops, brownies, cakes, and more. Celebrate your special occasions with all of your favorite people. If we're at a party and they have Sweet Stash, I know where Mario will be. Buy the cake pop stand. To place your orders, check them out on Facebook or Instagram. Are you all ready to up your drinking game? Absinthe Minded AZ is a pretty freaking amazing and super rare company. Absinthe is truly an acquired taste type of drink. People like Picasso, Hemingway, and Van Gogh were known to throw back a few. I mean, The Raven may have never been written if Edgar Allan Poe wasn't drinking this stuff. Who, by the way, was an artilleryman in the United States Army. Go Redlegs! This misunderstood spirit became legal again in the United States in 2007. And now you can try it for yourself here in AZ. Plus, co-owners Doc Ordovich and Justin Slusher are pretty cool dudes. Absence Minded is produced with 100% natural herbs based off of traditional formulations with variations to accommodate the palates of the modern drinker. Pour, sip, and enjoy. So if you want to find out more about this amazing company, go to their Facebook page or AbsenthemindedAZ.com. And their Instagram page is pretty dope. Falcon Base, Falcon Base. This is Tower 3. Over. Tower 3, this is Falcon Base. Go ahead. Over. Falcon Base, Tower 3 is up. Over. Tower 3, so uh, what's on the agenda for tonight, fellas? Bigfoot, aliens, see who can win between a silverback and five guys with primitive weapons? <laughs> Over. Wherever our minds take us. Over. Eh, whatever. Just make sure you stay vigilant. Over. Our eyes and our minds are always open. Now welcome to another episode of Tales from the Guard Tower. Tower 3, over and out. Fallen! Alright, alright. Everybody take a seat. Grab a drink. Let's get this show started. And we're back with another episode of Tales from the Guard Tower. As always, I'm your host, Outside the Wire, Aguire. And, as always, I've got the beautiful crystal crooked glasses, Reedy, with me. They can't even <laughs> see me. You could just let that go. And they're, they're crooked because I've I been up, intensely reading. I made up that whole intro just to make fun of your glasses. Are you serious? And how crooked they were. This is... I'm that talented. I don't even care. I made it up in like three seconds. I don't even care I because I am intrigued intro. in what I'm reading. Well, I know it's a Tales from the Guard Tower. Mm-hmm. And we've got a special one. Always. They're all special. They're all like little babies. You can't pick which one you love the most, you yeah. know? But anyways, this one's more special. And um, it kind of, it's funny, but... We had a crazy weekend. Actually, not even weekend. It a was week. last week. Um, and when we were talking about the story, we're like, holy shit. That kind of goes into the story we're going to talk about today. What happened at the airport. Yeah. So it correlates. We went. And, and by the way, if we're going to start from the beginning, let's go mm-hmm. from the beginning. Yeah. We found our future retirement place yes we did it's we uh, old love. town san diego uh yeah we understand old Texas. town i said old town did i i know i'm oh. reiterating oh. old town not not just your everyday because they're old town. they're thinking of san diego yeah they're thinking about the beach or say, sea land say it with me sea world 
What? Old Town San Diego. Old Town San Diego. What the hell? No, no, that's. Are you Italian? <laughs> hey, I want a two oregano. You know my Mexican voice always sounds Italian. Well, I don't know why. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I don't know who you be imitating. <laughs> Listen, but let's stay on track. We mm-hmm. were in San Diego. Love fell in love with this place. This 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 part, the old town part. And um, we're definitely planning a Cinco de Mayo, maybe, celebration down there. Yes. Like we're planning it now. Yes, we're going. Uh, we shouldn't have said nothing. No, because they're going to go. And now everybody's going to go. <laughs> everybody's going to go now. Fucking we thirsty said it. motherfuckers. Anyways, <laughs> it's uh, supposed to be like a huge freaking, they, they, they like locked down the whole like little town, little downtown area. And it's just a big old party all day. So um, we're already preparing for that one. But uh, so start drinking enough water right now, Crystal. Because it's going to okay. get crazy. Yes. It's, I'm going to need <laughs> You it. need to start hydrating now. Hydrate For Cinco now. de Mayo <laughs> in Old Town San Diego next year. Um, but anyways, we digress as always. Um, so we're in San Diego. We take the little one. Go to Legoland. We go to the zoo. We go to a bunch of restaurants go to the beach amazing time yes we're coming back and you luckily get alerts yes for the flight so yes. it's telling you oh it's been delayed another hour okay cool that gives us more time we can hang out here at the we're zoo more fun. all right cool oh it just got delayed another two hours oh well you know what there's a the little restaurant an old town let's go back there mm-hmm. go eat there best freaking mexican oh, food my gosh i mean it comparable to it just reminded like me family. of ensenada yeah, like it, it reminded it, me little so mexico much of, a little yeah, town mexico. in mexico it was it's it's i mean it was great food you could tell like and this place is run like like a resort i would i would say it like that it's not a restaurant that place is like a resort oh yeah because 900 people can fit in I their know. in their facilities and that's the, not a restaurant that's a resort and these cooks the and chefs was, the quickest service it was ridiculous it was packed I mean, I've been to a Denny's where there were three people and the waitress <laughs> took 40 minutes to get there. <laughs> yes. And here we are with like, you know, a yes. packed, packed house. Let's say there was 500 people in there and and the service was amazing. Food came out like within 10 minutes, like within the, the time, everything's supposed to come out, your drink, your appetizers, the food, it, it all came out at, at the exact time, like when it's supposed to come out. And so amazing. And you're like, oh, guess what? Our flight just got pushed back another hour. Oh, that means I can order a giant margarita (laughs) (laughs) or a giant margarita. So I'm nice and toasty. We get back to the airport finally and and just in time, get to the checkpoint. I'm a little loosey goosey still from that margarita (laughs) feeling good. And because uh, we weren't far from the airport. That's so we're like, we're we're fine here. It was so instead awesome. of waiting. Yeah. Instead of waiting in the airport and we get there. And unfortunately, there were other people that had not gotten those alerts had not had not gotten those alerts. And so they had been waiting in the airport the whole time. Like and, and some of them for like 12 hours because other flights had been uh, had been canceled. So then they crazy. got on this one. And then when they got on this one at the time they were supposed to get on it. It just kept getting pushed back, and pushed, but they were already at the airport. Yeah. Luckily, we weren't, so we got those alerts, so we just waited to go. Yeah. Um, and there were other people like us, too, uh, but for the most part, a lot of those people were just sitting there waiting for all day, essentially. And we met this couple. Well, we thought they were a couple. They were sitting next to each other. She, one, uh, The lady was in a wheelchair, 
sitting next to him. He was on a regular, you know, airport chair. And then his son was next to him. It was interesting. Just interesting look. The the dad had had a he was and he was my age by the way. Yeah. He said the, yeah, he was forty one. Uh, uh, and um, he had a mullet. <laughs> rocking a mullet. Yeah, you can complain. Just saying, it was it was you know forty two year old man with a mullet. His voice. Uh, bro, bro. He, he was I mean, San he was out, he I, born and raised in San he Diego. He was like out of a TV Dude, show. And he has all the tattoos, bro. Like yeah. his arms were tatted, his neck was tatted, bro. Dude, bro, I'm like for the earth, bro. Yeah. Right? And he said his dad, his father was like a 30 something year career yeah. uh, Navy guy. So uh, that's probably why he ended up in San Diego. Mm-hmm. He was there his whole life. But um, yeah, bro. So, I mean, it was, we had a very interesting conversation. And his son, uh, who got along great with our son, and in fact, they became Roblox friends, um, had a mullet too. <laughs> yeah, he Just did. Just like he was rocking yeah, a mullet like did. his dad. And the guy starts talking about the story about how his wife and his baby are waiting for him uh, here in Phoenix because we're that's where they're 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 heading the same place as us. And but he's got the baby seat, you know, wrapped in that plastic they put it in. So I never questioned it, but I just want to know how that happened because him and the kid were stuck there since the morning. Yeah. But when did the mom and did they leave a day before? And why did he have the car seat? I think that they might have left a day before, but I heard him talking to his wife on the phone and he's like, oh, so you don't need the car seat? So I think he was just like, she had probably said, we're going to need a car seat. And he's like, I got it. And he brought it, but without, they didn't didn't need need it. it. Yeah. That's okay. I thought you were going to say something worse. No, I think like, it's just like a, I thought you were going to say, oh, I heard him over the phone and I don't think they're together anymore. <laughs> oh, no, I think they're. Um, oh, it was the funniest means like one of the stories that he said, because he, I mean, we spent a lot of time there. Like yeah. we we it, we bonded very quickly with these strangers. And um, at f- first it was just like the four of us and two kids. But then the next couple aside, they were like, we reached out to them and then they brought them in. And then the kids were playing with some kids down the way. And so when that guy, that's the one going to El Paso. Yeah. Right from San Diego. And so we made a wolf pack. Oh, and me and him, me and him also connected in the fact that he's from El Paso. Yeah. Close to our age too, by the way. Yes. And so he's from, you know, he's visiting like the, I think the Northwest Valley or Northeast Valley, something like whatever it was. Mm -hmm. And then, then we started talking about where I grew up and where he grew up. And so it was kind of cool. So we all bonded differently. And then I even got a beer bot. Yeah, a, like a they went, and me. I watched the kids the, the when you guys the, went out. Yeah, the girl, yeah, yeah, the girl in the wheelchair. Yes. Bought us the drinks. Yes. Her crazy story, too, by the way. Oh. You didn't even hear what she was telling us. Oh, what was about she About how her, her baby daddy uh, uh-huh. and her son are in prison together right now. Oh, my God. So she's like, he never came and visited him, never saw him, and then the father, and he was in and out of jail all his life. And then the son, I guess, is being convicted. Uh, I don't want to say murder, but I think murder. Or something, or something really crazy, um, and I don't want to because I honestly don't quite remember all that. This is why we were buying, like we were drinking the beer while we were waiting really? at the bar. Yeah, and so then he went into county, but because she's got, I guess her son has, he never had his his father's last name. Mm-hmm. His his name is last name's different, and the father's name, whatever his last mm-hmm. name is, he he doesn't. The kid doesn't have it, so the county doesn't know. Mm-hmm. So they. 
accidentally got put in the same uh, unit or whatever. Oh, wow. So they're seeing each other now. Well, I do <laughs> know that you can room with family members. Um, well, this was in California, oh, so I don't know. Oh, in Arizona, you yeah. can room with uh, with family members. Yeah. because. Well, and I don't think, yeah. I don't know if this is the, the same thing because I think the son is just going, he's waiting to go to trial. Oh. So I think, I, I don't know if that has anything to do with mm-hmm. it or not, but it's also California. So I don't know what, yeah. whatever she was, but it makes for a cool story. Yeah, that they're, that and they're like. And she's like, and now she sees him, he sees him more than he ever saw him before. Oh my God. Together. So <laughs> you didn't even know that story. So mm-hmm. it was a crazy, weird time at the it airport. was it, but it was really cool how yeah, he's we so bonded. closely bonded and um like Very the quickly. lady she's like we're the wolf pack she named us the wolf yeah. pack and then we made an alliance that like if we got on the plane and and we needed to drop like luggage or something yeah. we would all you know be on our side so we would vote someone else to get thrown out of the plane yeah so like we could take dominance the control yes because we had an alliance we like did, no one strong, else had an alliance maybe like one or two people we had a whole wolf pack yeah with kids and everything with kids yes defend our, and protect it was so i i was like it was weird because and that wasn't even our original flight i know so we had a later flight we moved it up four hours but then we wound up going leaving dirt anyway at the same uh, at time, the same time. We gonna, but, but that one could have been way later i was gonna say what would have happened to that one yeah or it could have been one of the canceled ones so Dude, i'm gonna take it as, i saved us Yes, you did save us. For reasons we shall not speak on. We shall not speak on why we were moving it up four hours. The factors that led to that, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Were because that of me. That is the biggest can I, can, stretch. Can we both admit we that? We can agree <laughs> that it was 100% me. you. Okay, that's all you got to say. Okay. <laughs> My eyes twitching. <laughs> I'm a little. How dare you? How dare the audacity you? How of dare this man. You. you. The audacity. You. But I sound like a middle-aged woman. And you. then it, it was funny because then the lady, she wound up having cancer and she was in That's Arizona. Not the funny, that's not the funny part. That's not the funny part. <laughs> she has cancer. I'm sorry. Let me just let me let me mansplain. The interesting let me part. Mansplain. The interesting part is that the lady she was in a wheelchair and then she um and it turns out she has cancer and she's in Arizona because she's going to MD Anderson where I got my cancer treatment and she's like oh I don't know anyone there and I was like give me your number I am I got cancer yeah. people forever I you will have a cancer BFF by the end of the night so um I got her numbers we exchanged it but then when we were about to get on I asked the the guy with the kid, I was like, what number do you have? And he said, C. I'm like, how the fuck you got C? You've been here 12 hours. Yeah, like, how, how did you get And the you got li- moved the- to this flight. Like, they should. I was like, go talk to them. Like, that's yeah. not right. Because I hadn't thought of it. But then by the time he came back, I remembered if you're in a wheelchair, wheelchair you, can- you get one person to push you. And no one's going to fuss Question. about a little kid. Right. So he, so she made him. Her, her caretaker, her, pu- her yeah, pusher, for that flight, and her companion, and so then they got on, then they first, yes, and then we were like only like two people, a twelve, yeah, we were like a twelve. So then we got on, and we were sitting across from them, and it was the other group came in early, yeah. Too, and, and then the funniest thing about this is that you could tell that no one gave a fuck anymore because you know how once the 
the seatbelt light is on, yeah. you can't get up and go to the bathroom. And they will they will be yeah. strict. They will be crazy. I have never been in a flight where they're like, I More don't relaxed. give a fuck. Yeah. They said at one time. Everybody's getting up. There was no command and control. It was like people were up. They're standing around. You know how you're not supposed to stand by the pilot yeah. door? There's a party down there. It was just yeah. insanity. It was just crazy. And then, but thank God we got back that oh, night. Because, and yeah. I think you made it back in like 30 minutes. Oh, yeah. How fast that, was that the flight? The flight was so fast. Like, <laughs> no he breaks, was like, nothing. Nothing. It was just like, <laughs> go get off. He, that guy go, was go, as go. sick of everyone's shit as we were yeah. sick of everyone's shit. Then yeah. this guy from the back <laughs> tries to get off. Oh and yeah, this, because he's got a connecting he flight, has, and he's like, that, "I got and, ten minutes." Yeah, I got ten minutes. Like this guy's gonna make it. Yeah. The rest of us are screwed, but this guy can make it. He's this right there. Bitch, he's only like five four people, from, people yeah. away from the front. She wouldn't move. Yeah, she's like, I "Well, like, it'll, you're, you're, don't worry, buddy." She fine. kept saying, "Buddy," I'm like, "I don't think you understand what he's what he's saying." Is like, let him in front right there, and then and then the uh, the stewardess. What, what yeah. are they named? Well, Is that then their proper we name? started Stewart, saying. The wolf pack started saying, just let, let him, him through. To the front. Let just him to let the front. him through. Yeah. Well, the lady was like, she was, she was like, being a bitch. well, no, not just, not just that one. I'm yeah. talking about even the, the, the stewardess steward- got yeah. into it too. She goes, well, she goes, we can't open it. We're like, he's like, I know that. I know I you know, can't open it. I'm not asking that. that. I said, can I just get to the front? So as soon as you open it, I can run to try to make yeah. it to my connecting flight. That's all. And we got that. We, yes. you, our, the wolf pack got that. We yes. understood it. Uh, so now we're having to regulate the whole goddamn plane. Yeah, <laughs> we're like, dude, we did. <laughs> we did. We're the and we got him worked. through because we were just blah blah. Just let and him go. Then I was like, God dang! Like, gosh darn it! What is then, wrong with people? Just let let's all work together. So now we come to the point. Yes, all of where that. Where we connect. The points. Jeez, can you stop? You're hitting everything. I the know. table, you dropped a water I'm bottle. Very You're agitated, very thinking about all that we went through and I'm being animated and I'm sorry. I know, but you're hitting okay. everything. I'm going to calm down now. Calm down. Calm down. I'm going to calm, calm down. I'm, I'm calming down. Calm down. I was just very. Calm down. I was. Calm down. Yes, I'm calm. So we're going to connect the dots. Yes. How do we go from our wolf pack story to yes. to surviving? We survived a plane crash. We did not survive a plane crash. No, but the people we're about to talk to did. Yes, they did. They survived it like or talk about bosses, not talk to because uh, bosses that eat other bosses. They're maybe. probably all yeah. dead, huh? Uh, maybe. Uh. I'm going to tell the audience what we're talking about. Okay, go ahead. Because we're just running around circles, so. Okay. We're a little out of it tonight. We are. We're, because we've been hopped up. It is the Uruguayan Air Force Flight 571, also known as Miracle Flight 571, also known as Andes Flight Disaster, also known as Miracle of the Andes was a chartered flight originating in Montevideo, Uruguay, bound for Santiago, Chile, that crashed high in the Andes Mountains on 13th October 1972. Yes. Catch all that? Yes. Would you agree with that? 
Yes. Is that that happened? Yes. So had we, the wolf pack, yes. been on this plane, we would have been the motherfuckers in charge. Oh, yeah, we motherfuckers. And we would have been telling people what to do. Yes. But, and uh, the first person we would eat would have been that Karen that said, just hold on. Yeah, just wait. I would have. Just wait. You wait, Karen. Yeah. Um, but let's get serious. This is a real uh, uh, it is plane crazy. crash. I think it's one that's Ooh. always been in our lore. And people reference it all the time, like, like we're gonna oh no we're gonna eat each other like that movie in Alive, yeah. like like it's everybody knows about it but you don't really know the story, like when you read From the, the people story and, and their their books yeah specifically I forget one of the guys, um, I'm trying to blank with his name either one his book i think is the one that the movie yeah. alive is based on and when you read just just brief you know mm-hmm. uh, uh paragraphs yeah from his book it's pretty intense the way he describes it, it so it's very different when you watch the movie which that's where i knew about it from mm-hmm. watching the movie as a kid to then reading the book the actual story from this guy and um it's insane it's insane that they survived. Just to survive from the beginning. So if if allow me to mansplain to the audience how this flight. So apparently from what I read and I'm uh, <laughs> fighting the urge to go back and, and read on Wikipedia because at the end of the day, if we were stuck in a in a guard tower, we wouldn't have Wikipedia. Exactly. We'd have to use our brains. You know what I mean? Your mind grapes. Your mind grapes. So from that, um, what I gather... It wasn't a pilot error. Um, the Well, maybe it could have been. But um, the guy had flown over the Andes like 19 times. So he was experienced with that flight. So um, the only other thing that people um, um, seem to think could have been the, the culprit is that the, the, the mechanics, the rotaries, the rooters, yes. you know, those little dinger dongers that go <laughs> around in circles um, weren't working correctly. Because at the altitude that they were, um, if... And this is just from what I read. Uh, the experts say that the pilot should have known uh, if the gauges were correct, how high he was, because mm-hmm. where he hit was way too low. And so there was no visibility. So he this guy was strictly relying on his on his tools, essentially, which what is what they say may have failed, because if the pilot had actually seen how low they really were, he would have definitely just pulled up without even question. You know, mm-hmm. um, so there's there's a question between whether it was pilot error or mechanical error, which people would tend to you know lean towards the mechanical error. But what happened was they were still low on altitude, but still climbing. The tail, I believe, is what hit the tip of one mm-hmm. of the mountains, yeah. and so the tail broke off, and so that's where the initial like think four or five people died. Yeah, uh, I think it was like two crew members and three mm-hmm. passengers, whatever, right? And then I believe there was another guy that died uh, that fell out. And I don't know if that was included with the. F- no, I don't think it was included with the five because this guy, I think they found him um, like much later, like a mm-hmm. few days later. The, the survivors did. Um, he had fallen into the snow, but apparently he didn't die in the crash. He died of a, a asphyxiation because he went oh. so deep into the snow. Oh, my God. That it just he went so deep in and he couldn't climb his way out and he just he oh. got asphyxiated, which is like to me, I'm like, just let me land on a sharp rock yeah. and die rather than that. So that kind of sucked. Um, but people kept dying. You yeah. know, those weren't the only deaths. Um, 
but people obviously from you know wounds uh, untreated wounds yeah. um hunger wh- whatever mm-hmm. the, the the case might be uh a lot of broken legs apparently just yeah. because of the way yeah. the plane collapsed and never got pushed forward and shit so a lot of that a lot of broken bones uh but there were two guys mm-hmm. that actually uh what is it they hiked up to like four thousand feet yeah i mean up and over and tracked over it, it 38 miles miraculous. or something like yeah like it with was no like equipment 10 days like no equipment no when nothing. they talk about it it is like the interesting part is there was one leader the leader of the sport team it um, was a rugby he, team uh, yeah. from Uruguay. Yeah. so he took the leadership in it and they had a radio so they knew that after was it eight days or 11 days they stopped looking. Yeah. So they knew that no help was coming. Yeah, after that and time. After frame, that yeah. time. And then there was no vegetation and there was no animals. And they this had is very in little the middle. food. And they, they, had, they were all from like coastal areas. So a lot of them had never seen snow before. So it would be basically like taking us Arizonans. Like maybe someone from Colorado would... Would know little how to bit. handle. They didn't, yeah. so they figured out um, snow blindness, which oh, is something right. I don't even know what that is. Like I know that you need when you go skiing, you need it, but what is that blindness? Is it forever? Uh, or? No. So I'll tell you, it's it's it burns your retina. Oh, essentially, okay. it's kind of because of the snow. The light bounces so uh, hard on the snow because so, it's white. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they made out of the the sun visors. They so they had to make sun or Mm. glasses and they took all the cushions and made kind of a little cave um where they put oh yeah they took the cushions put it up um they utilized every every ounce for this they tried eating leather and cotton Mm. but it just made them sick and then they realized that they were gonna like after three days there was no food that that there was nothing for them to do but one person was like, maybe we should, because they were they, gonna die. And and I also read that some of them have made a pact. In fact, that if I go, yes, I give you permission to eat. Yeah, I think the it. um the second wave, because the first when it first crashed, there was the people that died. Then the second wave of people that died were the ones that were injured, right? And they were like, that's when know, they were like, yeah, you can. Free. So they made packs, and pretty much everyone made packs. Towards the end, there was. One man the only and pack one that would have mattered would have been the wolf oh, pack. Yeah, <laughs> one man and one woman were married, and they were the last to eat the the cannibals. Like, um, it started out just eating the skin, and then they found that if you they dried it out in the sun, hmm. it was easier to eat. But then I think they like just was bacon. like reality hit they started eating livers and brains mm. and all that stuff That's the good and it stuff. didn't matter anymore um they all just ate it it was even later on when so so all of this they were how long was this this was like six sixty 60 days in total i think so yeah it was so two months so like october yeah october 13th to they were finally discovered or um on Christmas Eve, I think. Oh, yeah. So, two, I mean, that two and a half months. So, yeah, it was like 72 days. It was a long time. So, they had gotten so used to this. And then um, that 
they were knew how to dehydrate or whatever this meat so when the two guys finally go it was three guys actually went down to hike down they're like let's just do it yeah. fuck it they climbed up one mountain just to find out that's not the that's, way yeah. so then they had to go the next way and then they started coming across like you know cows and they're like where there's cows there's going to be people yeah. and then they eventually found three guys on a horse Jeez. but in this time they an avalanche so they have this little oh that's right this little there was an avalanche um, too <laughs> yeah they have the the airplane as if a plane crash isn't enough, enough. you Two have to have an avalanche fucking huge events like that in one lifetime yeah At, it's so back crazy to back? and so it fills up the the snow comes down traps them all into this airplane and then they only had certain air on the top it kills a bunch of people including the leader so this was hard to take because the leader's dead oh yeah they're stuck in they um someone finally the new leaders make a hole because they were running out of air make a hole and then they discover there is a huge blizzard out there so oh. there's no leaving this like it's better in here than it is out there even though it's filled oh, in man. and so but what do they have here fresh Ooh. meat so then they had to eat the people that just died but oh, they had fresh pressure. meat and they didn't care i'm sure at this point oh, it did not man. even and they didn't get to they probably didn't <clears throat> burn it cook it oh no i huh? don't think that there was any of that going COVID. on i think it was like i think that's where COVID started yeah this we could trace it back and it's just crazy. Dude, 49 years yeah 49 years tomorrow that i mean 50 years that's why i was like they have to all be dead so these guys i mean even they're so they discover everything is discovering so they tried to walk out it was too cold they had to come back in so then they discover okay we got if we're gonna hike out of here we got to put make sleeping bags because the nighttime is when we freeze to death. So they create, I mean, they just pull whatever shit out of this thing and they um, make sleeping bags. So the three guys, when they go out, they have like literally just like this material that they folded with wires. Yeah. But it was really interesting that seven days, I mean, the whole thing is interesting. I could just the ingenuity and i think this would have been us the wolf pack this would have been us because they um they were like okay you guys have to walk so for seven days um rest don't do any of the daily chores so they got this little commune where this is what we have to do every day because they had to melt ice and they had a contraption to, Where, to, to use water, the yeah. solar, these solar panels that would melt the ice and then it would go into wine Yeah, because they bottles. would reflect the, the sun. Yeah, right? so yeah. it was just like all of these things, but those had to be taken care of every day. But the three people that was going to go out, they didn't do anything. They conserved their, the, energy, all their energy. And then they got the best meat. Oh. And you know what we mean by meat. I don't know, buttocks. Ass. But they got the best gotta meat. Be. And they got all the good clothes. Well, the, the livers and all that stuff, mm -hmm. that's the... Yeah. The good meat right there. So the they got to take that iron. with them. But they thought it was only going to take three days. So they brought three. And it, this was like, when you're reading this, you can tell how natural this all became. Because as he's writing, he goes, 
we only took three days of meat because that's all it was to them. But it's three, you took body parts, you know? And then, so that's just like so crazy. And so they finally go out there. They, um, they got, get these guys. There was three guys on horses. They wrote them a note that was like, um, we, you know, we crashed. Oh, because they don't, there was, I don't know if they, speak they the were language? far away, I think. And then they wrote a note and threw it at him um, because they couldn't get their attention. Like they were done. They didn't, they, like one of them couldn't walk anymore. Yeah. So this guy was just like, he saw him from far away and wrote a note and threw it at the guys. And the guy read it and they threw him bread just for the time being, like whatever they had on him. They threw him some bread, went and got to the valley, to the, the town got help it's so funny because this is 50 years ago the reporters started coming in within a day the reporters were there and everyone was like what because people remembered when it disappeared but all of the world i mean the reporters were on this and then so what they did was they landed i want to say landed in argentina so argentina went up there um, landed, took the survivors. They must have been like, holy shit, because they left. Because normally you would take all of the bodies, yeah. the dead, everyone, you would take it. They left everything there and took pictures. And they were like, we're, like they could tell, because it was like literally like legs that were not off. I mean, I think by the later times it wasn't like they weren't skinning because they didn't have knives i and mean they, they were, were just, cutting you're it saying they off were just with eating it yeah, yeah with, with broken glass with broken first. glass well, yeah. well that, that's one of the descriptions in in the book where they talk about how when he first went and did it this was the 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 coach i mm-hmm. believe right the guy that was the leader from the rugby team mm-hmm. uh and the, the team and he would cut strips that it could like match match uh like matchsticks Oh yeah, size uh, strips mm-hmm. of skin, yeah, and that's how he did it. So a little thin, if you can imagine yeah. a matchstick sized piece of skin, Ugh. thin, just a little thin, just two little, inches, just and it nibbles it, and to show everybody, like, look, it's okay. So then people uh-huh. were doing that, and it's funny that you say that how they kind of learn from each other because instead of just like we're just we're taking skin, we're taking we're taking meat from a human. What's the difference if I take a fucking little strip yeah or a big chunk but they people, made it palatable. Be, be, palatable because he did it that way yeah they just all assumed this is how we eat it one yes. literally two inches at a time yeah well they're also i mean the they weren't they didn't know how long they were going to be there i wonder if there was part of it that wanted to conserve it yeah you know like well, don't eat the mm-hmm. whole leg yeah, in one setting but it's so crazy so the argentina people took pictures and said this is chili and they left them there and they left him there and they said this is chili this because they were going they were landing in into chili, chili. Yeah. that's where they were going to so that's where uh, some of them were from and then other people they're like that is a you problem we save them and um 
And so it got out. And what the survivors had planned to do was to not ever tell anybody. Yeah. They were going to talk to their families and, uh, you know, tell their families. But the idea was that no one would know. Yeah. And, um, but how, I mean, how would they think they'd get away I, with it? Well, that? and at first they were like saying that they were eating shrubs and blah, but, blah. But then the newspaper, the news yeah. broke this. And they there was a big picture of the gnawed leg. Oh, no. That and then everybody, so people went against them. That's like sucks. everybody yeah. went against them, and um and they, for once the Catholic Church did something right. So this, so what happened was the people who didn't want to do this or had felt bad because to them it was a religious thing, like they were going to be damned to hell. Right. And most of these people were Catholics. Yes. So it was very. So it wasn't just a gross thing. It was a religion, like, like we're evil people, but right. at the like end of the day, you're Muslim fucking survivors. If a Muslim had to eat pork or yeah. something. Yeah, so it was, they were evil. But how this guy explained it to the people who were not, you know, thinking that this was demonic or whatever, is he's like, this is like the blood of Christ. Yeah. You know, and I thought, oh, that's really cool. Like, that you know he he spoke their language and so once they came out and said that then you know everyone calmed down a little bit and a priest actually like came out and said that it is right that this is the same this was they called it something with an e but it was like basically what Jesus did like here's you know, it was a beautiful thing. It was for survival. It wasn't evil. They're not going right. to go to hell. Basically so. giving them an I, out. Yeah. So I just thought it was really interesting that. Because the priest had molested one of them. And he's like, look, as long as you don't let that <laughs> one out, I will back you guys up on this one. Deal? Exactly. Deal. Or, or he's just like, to be honest, TBH, we do far worse TBH. than cannibalism. Yeah, so That's just the start, homie. Yeah. You guys have all been ordained now. At least they were <laughs> dead when you started abusing them. Oh, I don't. <laughs> so um, that is our lovely, lovely story. Tell us. It, it is so interesting because everyone talks about it. Yeah, like, until you start And you kind of just get this idea that it's like there was like a big, uh, like when I envisioned it, when I used to think about it before I read about it, that it was just like, the airplane would be crashed, and then they would have a, f a campfire, yeah. and people would be sitting around. And for some reason, I thought it was like 10 days or something. No but way, even dude. though they did start eating on the third day, like they did not <laughs> wait long. Because they were like, if you get dehydrated or malnourished, You'll never you can't come back. Come back. Yeah. So that's how I always envisioned it, like kind of like roasting over it. But it was far worse. It was There was no fire. Yeah. This was cold. There was, they weren't dressed for it. Um, so there was like nothing and they just had to. Oh. I can't imagine that an airline wouldn't be prepared for such a situation where you at least wouldn't, would carry gear to protect people, yeah. you know. Uh, well, it was a private jet. So it was like one of those smaller ones. Yeah. No, they crash all the time just because of. Like too COVID. much weight. Oh yeah, sorry. I thought you were gonna say COVID. No. Everyone blames COVID on everything. 
this to be very interesting and very timely because I feel like I feel the like that's where would have, would have survived. survived. Yep, we I would agree. have eaten that Karen. Yeah, she would have mm. been first one to go, and she wouldn't have been dead either. <laughs> no, she was Bl- still blood still been so squirting all over the place. I'd be like, it's fine. The Catholics said it was fine. You really, really got into this one. I did. I I was memorized. Mesmerized. Mesmerized. It was so interesting because I've always heard the story, but the details. Jesus. Give me the dates. Like you can't imagine those kind of details. I can. No, you can't. Yeah. No. I know. I did last night. When? Remember? (sighs) Had some weird dreams. Talked about it. You said you really you really thought about that? And I said, I did. Oh in a, yeah. In a storytelling kind of way. Oh, I was yeah. just telling you I was just telling you um like a weird idea that I have. Like for you an, did, for a story. You said for a scri- for something a scary story. So weird last night that I literally said when you have thoughts like this, <laughs> you need to tell me. You started using your therapy voice. I was like, I was just describing I need to, to you. Know. I know. Look, I dazed off. Mm-hmm. I don't know, is that a word? Dazed? I dazed? I was dazing? I was daydreaming? You were high as fuck. How, how do you. That. Same okay. thing. Yeah. <laughs> I was. Anyways, <laughs> while I was in this state of mind, yes. I was thinking of this crazy like story like my head always is running it's always running going yes. going going going, 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 going. and uh so i started thinking of like what would be a scary story a creepy psychological like thriller where a guy gets really really fucking high and starts thinking of these crazy things so i basically i was thinking of the moment i was in and what i was thinking about and turning that into a movie in itself but the things that this guy thought of actually came true and then it turns out that none of it was all real he was actually possessed by a demon yeah and that's what i was was trying to explain to you anytime someone starts talking about their killed the family and that's where you got all yeah i was very concerned with your your verbiage because when you hear people like on the news like someone cut off everybody's head in the family it's like there were demons no and that's where the story comes from because I was mixing all the ideologies. I was mixing in the whole like, well, because. Can I just tell you how fun it is to live with you? Because at the end, no, listen, because at the end of the whole thing, yes. the guy just wakes up and he was just on a trip. But what if you had already killed us? Who? In Who? your dream. No, that's, that's, I that, know. It's a story. It's a story, See, but I'm just saying. I need the Stephen King freedom uh-huh. where. I guarantee you, I don't know if Stephen King is married or has children or or what, but I'm sure he's got friends or people he talks to. He has to. He has to. I need the freedom to express my stories without being questioned as to where I came (laughs) up with the idea for that story. Okay. Okay, I need that freedom because if not, uh, you're going to stifle my creativity. I'm not trying to stifle you. I I just want a safety plan. Because if if I say something like, here, listen, this is a story of of a hooker. (laughs) <laughs> you're gonna be like what do you mean a hooker what are you talking to hookers for why are you why why is all of a sudden you talking about hookers why because it has nothing to do with what is going on in my life or mm-hmm. what i want to do just like i don't want to be possessed i don't want my family murdered by a demon okay 
but I should be able to think of these things without being questioned is all I'm saying. I just don't... In a storytelling kind of way. I know. But sometimes you tell your stories and they sound like you're very... Uh, well, that means I'm a good storyteller. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Th- nothing. But again, I do need to have a safety plan. Again, I would like the Stephen yes. King treatment <laughs> where when I share my crazy ideas, I'm not questioned or shamed for them. Well, I, I would need like creativity the Stephen space. King mansion. Okay, so, I'm working on it. Okay. Because I think they'd be like, okay, when Stevie gets cray-cray, well, he can go to the other side of the mansion. I don't think he's married. Maybe he is. I don't know. I don't know. But no, at one point he wasn't rich Mm-mm. when he was writing these things and he needed to be left alone. And Maybe that's why I'm not rich yet. Because yeah. you won't leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> <laughs> you question every idea mm. I have. I just... What do you think about talk... Oh, what about... The, uh, that's all I get from you. Get the, I get mm. the Marge. You do. Mm. Anyways, just like right now. Like right now. I'm not stifling You're you. You're stifling my creativity, I'm not homie. stifling you. All right. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, look, we got to go. Okay, let's go. This show has gone on 30 minutes longer than it should have. So. Oh, no. And it's only 40 minutes, so. <laughs> <laughs> You're done. All right. For Crystal. Eat my ass ready. <laughs> I'm outside the wire. Wire. Don't forget to save the pangaloons. And don't eat them. Yeah. Even if you're fresh. Well, maybe. Don't. Only for survival. <laughs>